0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Self Control Show. This is the essential podcast for every man seeking mastery over his own life. Here, we're going to delve deep into the art and science of self control, self regulation, and the intricate workings of the nervous system. Here's your next episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. And what I've got for you today is we're going to talk about rumination or ruminating thoughts. And the reason why I'm bringing this up on this podcast is actually because of uh, an interactions that I've had on an Instagram post by a relatively well-known dude, you know, doctor in the space of, you know, men's mental health, mental health in general. And, you know, the general comment that he had made, he was taking a caller somebody had called in they were you know expressing that they had ruminating thoughts they were really focusing on um, things that had happened in the past and they were worrying about things that were going to potentially happen in the future and they couldn't really stop thinking about those things they're spending a lot of time on them to the to the point where they felt maybe depressed or anxious extreme levels of those two things And, you know, it was interesting because his comment was, and, you know, I'm going to paraphrase this, was like, hey, really internalize this. But ruminating is a complete and utter waste of your time and basically saying you shouldn't spend any time doing that. And just so that we have like a clear kind of like definition of what rumination is, I'm just going to read it off here. Rumination involves repetitive thinking or dwelling on negative feelings and distress and their causes and consequences. So in other words, something bad has happened in your life and you spend a lot of time thinking about it, prolonged time thinking about it and or worrying about that thing may be happening again in the future. So to which I replied and my beliefs are, and by the way, I'm not a medical doctor, I'm a coach, so I don't do any diagnosis here. I'm just giving you my understanding and my beliefs based off of, you know, neuroscience and how I have um come to get a deep understanding of how the nervous system works. Um basically, my response is, hey, if it was as easy as just telling yourself and really internalizing the fact that ruminating thoughts aren't necessary, then wouldn't you think that ruminating thoughts would be cured? Because wouldn't everybody just do that? The fact is, is that ruminating thoughts make a lot of sense for the person that is experiencing that. And what I mean by that is ruminating thoughts stem from experiences that were not good for that person. And they are trying to cognitively make sense of that. And why that is typically is because when they went through whatever it is that they went through, they experienced certain emotions that were too big for them to handle or too extreme. And it made them, it, it registered deep within their system like, whoa, we just went through something and that was like way too much for us to handle. So, how ruminating thoughts start is your body is now, um, preparing you and searching out potential opportunities and circumstances where that might repeat itself, number one, when you're looking into the future. And as you're looking into the past, you are trying to cognitively make sense of that situation to the degree that you can hopefully avoid that in the future. If you can, in other words, if you can diagnose why it happened cognitively in the past, then you can avoid it in the future, which we know because we only have so much control over life that you have no control over the future. As much as you try to cognitively prepare to not have to deal with something, the fact is, is life happens and we don't have control over that. All we have control over is our response and our reactions to life. So what do you do if you struggle with rumination and ruminating thoughts so again my core belief around this and generally speaking about life is like we do not fear life we fear the emotions that come with life okay if this was not true then everybody would be chasing their dreams. Everybody would be doing the things that they love. They'd be with somebody that they love. They'd be in relationships that made them happy. But instead, you know, most of us are not living that way, okay? And when that is at the very root, then we can really dive into understanding, like, what is actually happening with ruminating thoughts. So here's an example. You have an experience that wasn't pleasant, and it maybe it scared you, or it stressed you out a lot, or it made you feel really sad, or you felt really embarrassed, you can really put any emotion in there. And I would ask you to put whatever emotion is there that's difficult for you to experience. Now, if you had a difficult time experiencing that emotion, Then it would make sense to me that your body would naturally not want to feel that emotion again, right? Because we know our nervous system outside of our conscious awareness is always detecting for threat and safety, right? Every one one hundredth of a second, that is how quickly and outside your conscious awareness you are threat detecting. And that goes for things that are in your physical surroundings and In your thoughts okay your body cannot tell the difference between an actual threat that's in front of you like a lion that's in front of you or a perceived threat that you think about you have the same physiological response in your body the same cortisol gets released you're bumped out of green and you go into yellow you you experience fight or flight the same exact way which is really 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 important to understand And the thing about ruminating thoughts, a lot of times when we get caught in those ruminating thought loops, and again, if you haven't, I'm kind of sidetracking here, if you haven't listened to Foundations of Self-Control, episode number three, I always recommend people start there, especially when I start doing these deep dives, okay? Because then you can really understand the language that I'm using, Um, but I'll give you cliff notes of that. So ideally, we want to be in what's known as a ventral state or a green state. Right, green, yellow, and red. But when we are stuck in ruminating thoughts, we are in a loop of yellow, of sympathetic, without green on board. And we know that whatever state our nervous system is in is the lens in which we perceive the world. So if we are in a sympathetic state, we are going to have physical sensations, thoughts, and feelings that have a sympathetic lens. And we aren't going to be able to see the goodness we aren't gonna be able to see the silver lining in anything because again what happens is is when we're in that yellow state in that sympathetic state our prefrontal cortex is shut off okay so we don't have the ability to you know cognitively reappraise things we can't really make sense of things our executive functioning is offline and we are kind of stuck in a fight or flight. cycle, right? And so if we're in a fight or flight cycle, we are going to have thoughts and experiences that are going to be um, projecting that fight or flight, which is where those ruminating thoughts start to come from, right? And it's all in the effort to prevent you from having to feel a certain feeling in the future. Okay, let me say that again. All ruminating thoughts are is your body best effort to prevent you from experiencing a certain emotion in the future. Just letting that sink in. So what's the key? The key is if you can, and this is always best to do with somebody that can help guide you, is to get with somebody that can help you slowly but surely build your capacity to be able to experience those emotions in a way To where you show your body that it's safe to do so. Because think about this if you were able to navigate any and all emotions, no matter how hard or how joyful, then you would have no problem going through life, chasing your dreams, being in relationship or out of relationship with anybody, because you would have the confidence and the knowing, that deep body knowing, that you could navigate any of those situations. And how powerful would that be? So once you're able to really prove to yourself that you can do this, all of a sudden, those ruminating thoughts don't have such a strong hold on you. Because what is the driving force under those thoughts is the fear of feeling a certain emotion. So Again, this guy, going back to that Instagram post, was kind of like, sparked this whole podcast, was like, hey, what you need to do is really reflect on what's going on, not ruminate, reflection over rumination, to which I agree, reflection is powerful, being able to take a step back and realize, hey, I'm not my thoughts. Oh, as a matter of fact, I'm having these thoughts, what state am I in? Oh, I'm in a sympathetic state. It's no wonder these thoughts are coming up. Why I'm in a sympathetic state. Oh, what is it that I'm trying to keep myself safe from right now? What's safe about ruminating thoughts? Why does ruminating thoughts for me make sense? Oh, it's because, yeah, that's right. I don't want to feel that embarrassment feeling ever again, or I don't want to you know feel that sadness ever again, or that grief ever again, or that anger ever again, or whatever it is that it is for you. And then, when you're able to do that, then you might be able to sit back and reflect. But the problem that I have is because I have such a deep understanding of the nervous system and neuroscience and how the brain works and the body and brain connection works, is like you cannot reflect unless you have an understanding that you are not in the state of reflection. You are in the state of fight or flight when you're having ruminating thoughts. So, for everybody out there that is experiencing ruminating thoughts, and like a cycle of thinking and overthinking and logical thinking and trying to make sense of your life in your head and the and your feelings in your head i want you to know that you make perfect sense what you are doing is your body's best effort to keep you safe from something and the journey to that again is being able to identify and be honest with yourself about what that is ideally with somebody that's safe that you can share it with because it's you know difficult to do any of this work all by yourself without a certain level of having a comprehension and knowing what's going on. And then once you have that, you can start to titrate in, take baby steps with those certain emotions and feelings so that when, again, when ruminating thoughts come up, you are prepared and have the tools to actually understand what's going on, and a lot of times, just knowing and really digesting what I just said on this podcast and realizing that, like, you make perfect sense and why those thoughts are there and what they're trying to protect you from, that cures so many people from the level of anxiety that they have or depression that comes with these ruminating thoughts. And again, I'm not making any claims here per se, but what I am saying is whenever you have a better understanding about something, It helps you regulate your nervous system. It brings yourself to a calm, right? Because what do we fear most? A lot of us, we fear the unknown. So once we learn something, I mean, you think about driving, it's like at first when you didn't know how to drive, it was scary, right? Once you learned how to drive, well, geez, it's not that big of a deal. You're doing it. Most people are doing it while they're distracted, texting on their phones. Let's be honest now. So, same goes for your body and your feelings in your body and the thoughts that your body produces, and the physical sensations that your body has. Once you start to understand and organize why you feel a certain way, what that looks like, what that feels like, and the thoughts that that produces, all of a sudden, you regain control and reclaim control of your nervous system so that you can navigate through these ups and downs. And again, we don't fear life. We fear the emotions that come with life. And when you're able to experience any and all emotions with the confidence that you can navigate through the highs and lows of the activation of your nervous system and eventually return to calm, dude, you can freaking conquer the world, man. And certainly, um, befriend and then conquer your ruminating thoughts. So hopefully this podcast was helpful. Certainly, um, this is stuff that I work with, with people in my one-on-ones. Talk all about the nervous system. We talk about, you know, the adaptive responses or um, symptoms that you are having with regards to um, stress, anxiety, depression, and um, yeah, this information is has been super powerful for me. So hopefully, this episode was helpful for you guys. And you can find all my stuff in the show notes, jasonschnitzercoaching.com Um, You can book a free, if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can check out my Instagram, Jason Schnitzer Coaching, DM me, or usually I have a link on there with my Calendly to set up a time for a free call, or there's always uh, a link on my, on my website, jasonschnitzercoaching.com. If you want to hop on a free complimentary call with me, and we'll talk about your situation and uh, we'll see if we're a good fit to work together. So yeah, guys, thanks for listening in and I'll catch you on the next one.